the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I will welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast to pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. When God tells us in his word about all the things that he has prepared for us, he's actually presenting us an opportunity to receive and achieve those things that he has prepared for us. The word of God is a handwritten invitation sent by God our Father to you and me, the people who he loves with an everlasting love, to receive and achieve everything that he has prepared for you and me. Things that according to the word are rightfully ours. Since the word of God, which by the way is absolutely true, tells me and you that God has those things already prepared and waiting for me and you, then we might as well find out what those things are and then do what we need to do to receive and achieve the things that God has waiting for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got a Bible which I invite you to turn to John chapter 10. We're going to begin reading at verse 9. We're going to continue the teaching that we started just a little while back. It's called Rightfully Ours. John chapter 10, verse 9. Letters in red is what Jesus says, so you know he ain't lying. He says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. He said, and go in and out and, shall, and, and, and find pasture. Notice the word and is there. It's a conjunction. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Hooking up phrases and clauses and stuff and making them run right. Praise God. But in order to hook them up, they got to be separate. In order to hook them up, they got to be separate. So if we notice there, it says, he said, I am come that you, he says, all, he said, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Why is that? Because salvation is first step one. Salvation is step one in this process, whereas we get saved. But after we get saved, there's an and attached to things that allows more things to be available to me and you as a result of us being saved. Which means that it's wonderful that we go on our way to heaven and glad about it. It's wonderful that we can be able to make it to the, through the pearly gates and step on them streets of gold and be glad about it. It's wonderful that we can put our sword in the sands of time and study word no more. Praise God. You know, at least that's what folks say. I think we're going to be studying word forever. Praise God. In fact, I think some of y'all folk at the mighty word of faith is going to be teaching remedial word classes up in heaven. Praise God. When they get there, they're going to be like sitting there with their eyes open because they, ain't, they never knew none of this. And they're going to, y'all going to be like, uh, open up your Bible with me, please. Praise God. You're going to be teaching remedial word classes up in heaven. Praise God. For all those people that didn't bother to learn a word while they was here. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, we're going to be ruling. In it. That's another teaching. Praise God. We ain't got time for all that. Point I want to raise is, is that there's another part attached to that. 
that you're not just saved, but there's an and that's attached to it for you. And part of that and is to be able to go in and out and find pastures, which means that there's a wonderful life waiting on you. That's why he went on to say in verse 10, the thief cometh not before to steal, kill, and to destroy. I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. That although there's somebody trying to block you, stop you from stepping into the and that God has in store for you now that you're saved. Then, but yet at the same time, he says, I'm there to be able to make sure that you get all this thing that I have in store for you. See, the life that God wants us to live, we found out, is the God kind of life. That's the word zoe with the with Z-O-E, with a little snake, snake bite over the top where the devil tried to bite it to stop it from happening to me and you. But he can't stop this. He can't shut this down because God is the one that's going to make it show up on our side of town. He, and Jesus says that I am come that you might have and enjoy and have it in it, enjoy life and have it in the fullness, have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. That's the amplified version of that same thing, which amplifies what it is he wants to do for me and you. He said, I came that you might have and enjoy life. God doesn't just want you to have life. He wants you to enjoy life. Ain't no sin in enjoying life. God wants you to enjoy life and have it in abundance, which means there's no sin in you having abundance. Don't let no bad jacked up teacher tell you it's a sin in having abundance or there's a problem with you having an abundance. Oh, there go one of them prosperity teachers. And I look back at them and say, there go one of them broke preachers. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, I prefer to be the prosperity one than you be the broke one. Because all I'm preaching is the gospel, what Jesus Christ said that he came for us to be able to have. And if that's the case, then we want to have it. I ain't going to let no devil stop us from getting what God has and stuff for us. He ain't going to intimidate me from receiving the things that are rightfully due you and me. I'm going to step forward and bold this and go get my stuff. And if you don't want your stuff, it's all right. I get it for you and I'll bring it back to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Then you won't have to be saying, well, God did it, even though he did do it. You don't have to say that. You can say, well, my pastor loved me enough to bring prosperity back to me. Oh, yes, I did. Praise God. Because if you silly, excuse me, and not knowledgeable enough to be able to not receive what God has in store for you, I'm going to help you because I love you and I'm going to make sure you get what God has in store for you. In fact, the Living Bible puts it this way. He said, my purpose is to give life in all its fullness. God wants you to have life in all its fullness. That's filled to the brim till you can't fit nothing else in. Why? So that you can have overflow everywhere you go. Whereas that which is God is doing in you will start blessing other people because of you. Because just your presence there will cause overflow to be able to happen in their lives too. We found out that the promises of God are already yea and amen in Christ. Praise God. Which means he's already said yes he's going to do it. He already said he wants to do it. This ain't nothing that we're trying to get him to do. This is something he's trying to get us to cooperate with and line up with him so he can do in the middle of our life. Because that's why he said that you might have. The word might means opportunity, which means it's not a guarantee. Well, why is it not a guarantee? Because it's dependent upon you and me. Christ has already said yea and amen. God the Father has already said yea and amen. Now, the question is, is will we be a woman and man that says yea and amen and come into agreement with him so that he could do what he do? So that we can make, come on, y'all, make a verbal affirmation of our, uh, of, uh, do a verbal proclamation of our affirmation of the information that God shares with me and you. That we can make a verbal proclamation of our affirmation of the information that God shares with me and you. Why? So we can have manifestation of what God said to me and you. We got to come into agreement with God and begin to start speaking our agreement with God and living out our agreement with God. So that God can be able to do in our lives what he wants to do. What things are those? Those things that he already said, yea and amen to me and you to do. Now, we've been looking at one of the awesome things that God has made available to us. And this is an awesome thing, too. We found out it's the promise of answered prayer. The promise of answered prayer, we found out, is rightfully ours. And because we're Jesus Christ, 
uh, uh, children, because we are his, his, his brothers and sisters, because God is our father. We have the ability to be able to have answered prayer, something that nobody else has. We have the right to have answered prayer. We found out, praise God, that one of the many things that Jesus told us about was that we have answered prayer. It's rightfully ours. In fact, he said, you have not because you ask not. Amplify, I mean, excuse me, the Weymouth translation said, you have not because you do not pray. Which means that we don't pray like God wants us to do. One of the most magnificent things that God gave up, made available to me and you is the opportunity to pray. But he said, my people don't pray. My people won't come to me in prayer. My people won't step up in here and get what God has in store for them because we have the right to answer prayer. Last time we got together, we found out that we have the right to answer prayer when in trouble. Because when you're in trouble, you want you some answer prayer. Excuse my ghetto lingo, but you want you some ghetto prayer. Praise God. You don't want to be playing no games when you're in trouble. You need you some answers. You need you some solutions. You need you some stuff handled. Is there anybody in the house know what I'm talking about? Praise God. Wouldn't well, act like it. Praise God. You, you, you want some stuff handled when you, when you need some stuff handled, don't you? Oh, yes, you do. Praise God. You want God to be able to come through. Well, we found out God hears the prayers of the people when they're in trouble. In fact, look, go back to Psalms number 34. Maybe you don't remember it. Praise God. Let's go to Psalms number 34. Let's look at it one more time. Put our peepers on it one more time, and then we'll dive in from there after that time. Psalms number 34. I love a God that loves me enough to be able to come through for me when I'm in trouble. Oh, it's good to have a God that'll come through when you're in trouble. Now, I'm probably, probably y'all never been in trouble. Y'all never had no trouble. Y'all, y'all probably just walk through life, you know, just floating on midair, pooting daisies and stuff like that. And got Disney animals running all around you singing, tra la 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 all your days of your life. I'm sure of that. Praise God. But some of us, we run into some problems. Sometimes them animals trip us. Praise God and start trying to bite on us and stuff like that. Them, them little demons. Praise God. But you got to get them demons up off of you when you're in trouble. Praise God. But good news. God hears the prayers of his people when they're in trouble. And he'll answer them. Psalms number 34, starting with stanza number four. This is what we learned last time. It says, I sought the Lord. Of course, we found out that word sought means to seek or to ask. That during the times that we were in trouble, we sought him and we asked him. He said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. That he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Which means everything I was afraid of, all the things that frightened me, all the things that scared me, all those things that was coming down on me. God said, I'll deliver you from every one of them. That's what the psalmist testified about. And we found out he ain't even a a, a person like we are. He was a servant of God. We children of God. And so if you come through for some other folk, you better believe he'll come through for your children. I love y'all. Y'all might not believe it, but I really do. I love y'all. Praise God. And I'll come through for you and do come through for you and will continue to come through for you because I love you like that. That's that's just what it is. But the other side of the coin is, is even though I love you, that I trust me on this one when I say this. And I'm not saying this not with unashamedly. I don't love you as much as I love my kids. Amen. I hope you ain't disappointed. Praise God. Oh, Pastor, you don't love me. No, I didn't have you. I had them. Praise God. Them from my loins. Does anybody hear me up here? So hold, so hold on now. So because of that, since I'll come through for you so with such certainty, how much certainty do you think I'll come through for them for? 
It's an automatic when they in trouble that it's going to be handled. It's an automatic if something jump up on them, it's going to get up off of them if I got anything to do with it. And I do have something to do with it. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so since that's the case, then how much more so will God come through for you in, the, in that case? God come through for you because you his child. So if he did it for David, how much more so shall he do it for you? Just like if I'll do it for you, how much more so will I do it for my children? God will come through for you. He'll get you out of all your troubles. He'll deliver you. We find out that'll snatch you away. Praise God. God will snatch you up out of something, just like you'll snatch your child up out of something when they're about to step out into the street with one of them big Texas trucks rolling down on them. You ain't going to be all neat to them and polite to them and politically correct to them. Excuse me, Johnny or Jennifer, I need you to come out of the street and come away from the street, please. No, you'll snatch them up out of there in such a way where they'll be out of trouble just like that. In fact, they'd be out of trouble faster than they even knew they was in trouble. Praise God. And that's what God will do for you. He'll handle some things for you. But the key is you got to believe that it's true and then he'll do some things for you. See, God promises us that if his people pray, put prayer up to him, he said he'll show up. If we pray, God said he'll show up. I'll show you. Psalms number 145, please. A lot of us still don't believe that God will come through when we pray, especially when we're in trouble. That's why many of us don't pray to him while we're in trouble. We run into trouble in our lives. We ignore God at that point of our lives. We ignore him. We ignore the same one that's willing to come through for you. We'll ignore the number one person that's trying to come through for you. The one that promised you he would come through for you. Psalms number 145. God promises us that his people, when they call him during trouble, he'll come through for them. Psalms number 145, we'll look at stanza number 18. Look what it says. It said, the Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him. And, and to all that call upon him in trouble. It said, the Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him. And to them that call upon him in trouble. Look at your neighbor and say, that includes you. Mm-hmm. Give my old head mm-hmm too. Mm-hmm. Look at the neighbor on the other side and say, I saw they didn't do it. But I'll do it. Praise God. Amen. That means you too. Yeah, that means you too. Because God will come through for us when we when we do that. He said all of them. Now what does the word all mean? What's left after that? Who's left after that? Nobody. And that means there's nobody that belongs to God that God will not come through for. When they call upon him in times of trouble. In fact, look at what he said about it. He said, the Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him. I like that word nigh. That word nigh right there, it means near. But if you look in the Hebrew, it's near in place, near in kindred, and near in time. Near in place, near in kindred, and near in time. Which means that when we're in trouble... God says he's near us, in place, as in I'm right there when you call upon him. That by the time the prayer leaves your lips, God is already right there with you, ready to be able to come through for you. It means near in kindred. We ain't talking about no second cousin, third removed from somebody's side of the family and all that kind of stuff on the, on the side of the family from which it was divorced from and all that kind of stuff. No, that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about near as in a kinsman redeemer. Just like it was for Ruth. Praise God. It was Ruth that ran into that kidsman redeemer, right? Praise God. Hey, Amen. How I many of y'all ain't going to answer me no matter what I ask you? Praise God. Hallelujah. Hey, Amen. That was Ruth that ran into the kinsman redeemer, right? 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, she read, she found out that even though in the natural, she should have been nowhere near this person and not willing to do a thing for her. But because she was married to his kin, then it was just as though she was his person to the point that he was going to take his rich self and cover her broke self and be able to come through for her when in the natural, there was no reason for him to be able to come through for her. But in terms of kindred, there was a reason. He said, I'll cover you and I'll protect you and I'll make sure that you're taken care of from this point forward. And that's what God is. God says that I'll take care of you from this point forward because I'm near you as a kindred. And I'm near you in time, which means that God will be there right at the time that you need him. Now, it also translates, that word nine also translates, I like this. It translates allied, allied. It translates to be at hand, at hand. And it translates more readily. It translates allied. It translates at hand. And it translates more readily, which means God is allied with those of us who call upon him in times of prayer. He's allied with us like America has allies. For instance, Israel, Israel is an ally of the United States. So if the United States need anything, Israel is right there. England is an ally of the United States. So if the United States needs anything, they're right there. France is an ally of the United States. I mean, I can go down the list. And if we need anything right there, the Canucks over in Canada, they're supposed to be right there. Hallelujah. Whereas we need anything, we're supposed to be right there because we ally to them when, when we're, and they're allies to us. Well, God has said, I'm allied to you that the moment you pray. I'm your ally, which means whatever you need, you got. Whatever you need me to do, I'm going to come through. Isn't that good? It's good to me. It might not be good to you, praise God. When men and women of God call upon him in prayer, God will be at hand, which means, oh, folks, you say he'll be right there, right there. Praise God. He'll be right there. God will be at hand to be able to lend us a helping hand when we find ourselves in trouble and we call upon him. Because, so don't be feeling like nobody's there for me. That's the devil is a lying to you because somebody's right there for you. He's at hand as soon as you call out on him. And he'll extend his hand to be able to come through. When men and women of God call upon God in prayer, God is more ready to be for, there for us than it is. I mean, he's more, let me do it this way. He's more ready to be there with us when we pray. More ready. Is that more ready? Which means that God's already ready before you pray. But when you pray, he's even more ready after you pray. He's already ready before you pray. Let me do it this way. I remember when I was serving the bishop, praise God. I had stated and demonstrated the fact that I'm there for you, sir. Whatever you need, I'm here. Whatever you need, I'm here. Now, I would serve there, praise God. What he asked me? I just show up every day and I'd be there. Be able to do whatever was needed, praise God. Why? Because I was ready to do whatever the man of God do. And I demonstrated because I was there doing what the man of God wanted me to do. Whether he stated it, didn't state it, whether the people he had in the they, that he had submitted in the leadership above him, whether they stated they wanted something done. I, you know, I handled it. I just I just handled it. Praise God. I do because I was ready. But when I would get the, the, the tap on my shoulder, uh, praise God, Rod. This is what I need you to do. I was even more ready. After he said to me what he wanted done. I was ready all the time because I came through all the time. But I was even more ready when the request came. Praise God, I need you to. I remember, I remember you know, he had these, 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 these cell groups one time. 
I was not interested in doing a cell group at, at all. Trust me when I say at all, especially when they said they was going to come up in my house. I said, the devil is a liar because you don't understand. I was risen on. I, I came up on the east side. Praise God. And the folk that we going to have that we was going to have in our group was from the same east side. And I've said, I'm going to have to cap somebody if they mess with something up in here. Cause I, uh-uh. And then let them know what, how to get in my house. Because then they can come in and look at the lock system. You know, you don't know nothing about casing the place. Praise God. He laughing. He got, you know what I'm talking about, right? They come in and know how to, how to get in. And I don't know how, how stuff's sitting there. I'm like, oh, so the devil is alive. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Until the bishop walked up me and said, praise God, Rodham. Looking forward to you being involved in my sales system. I was more ready than I was before. Praise God. <laughs> I wasn't ready till he said something. <laughs> when he said something, yes, sir. And God is ready when you, before you even say something and even more ready after you open your mouth. Which means once you say something to him, he lets him know exactly what you want him to do and he get on it right quick and in a hurry. That's good news. In other words, when we call upon God in prayer, God shows up. I know theologically he's already there. I teach all this stuff. I know he's omnipresent. I know, praise God. But he shows up in a different way, in a more tangible, recognizable way when you pray. He's right there to help you. In fact, God shows up to help us. Help is what we're going to get. When God shows up to help us, help is what we're going to get. Now, I got to put a pause button right here. It might not be the help that you think you need, but it's the help that you definitely need. It might not be the help you think you need, but it'll be the help you definitely need. Because some of us will think like we just, we need, like for instance, a lot of us be thinking like, well, if he's going to help me, that means he's going to give me some money. Well, he might give you wisdom on what to do with the money you already got. Amen. Amen. I know that usually don't go over well, Rev. That usually don't go over well. Because folk, you know, folk don't want to, you know, you know, have a wisdom to handle what they already got. Because when you have a wisdom, uh, 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 a dime can last a long time. Amen. Amen. That's when you got wisdom. When you know how to shop, then you can be able to shop with a little bit of money and it can last weeks. It's when you don't know what you're doing that you can be able to mess up the money that God has given. You know, and so you don't need no more money. You need more wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. You need to quit learning how to play, pay late charges on everything. That right there give you more money. Pay stuff on time. Hallelujah. Got to learn to quit shopping out of these stores like the corner store and stuff like that. Going going to the gas station to be able to buy your milk and and your and your eggs and 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 your, and your condiments, which cost three times more and two 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 times more than they do when you go to a regular grocery store. Praise God. I mean, you need wisdom. Does that make sense? Hallelujah. You need to buy in bulk some things. And then other things, don't try to buy them in bulk because they rip you off when you buy them in bulk. Amen. That means you got to resort to something that you learn. I know I'm going to cuss at you. I'm going to spell a four-letter word. But you got to use math. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. Amen. Let's just move on with the message before I lose the rest of y'all. Praise God. Start holding up one finger so I know how to count to one. I'm going to hold up one finger and leave up out of here. Praise God. God will come through for us if we just pray unto him. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope even more that you're learning that the promises that God made in his word to us are rightfully ours. 
especially since God tells us in his word that he wants to do those things for those of us who he loves. So let's believe God's word is true and do what he tells us in his word to do so that what he really wants to do for me and you, he can do. Every promise he promised in his word is rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And talking about coming through, I got just a thing for all you ladies out there to do if you're in a visiting San Antonio this weekend. I invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the brothers from Word of Faith prepare for the sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers of Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So ladies, if you're in a visiting San Antonio surrounding areas this weekend, come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Come be blessed at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday at Word of Faith San Antonio. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.